This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Today's episode is brought to you by Sexy Short Stories. Link in the description for your quick and mischievous stories. Welcome to my friend's Erotic Stories podcast, Reddit's Best Erotica, where we listen to the best erotica from our friends online. Relax as you spice up your day-to-day lives with a little bit of naughtiness. Feast your eyes to the inspiration of this story, Viking Barbie. Check her Instagram linked below. Please enjoy a very hot episode of Your Friend's Erotic Stories. The next story is posted by Shadow Force 2 from our slash erotica. The title of this post is A Different Kind of Summer. Sit back and enjoy the story. Stop it, Carl said as he slapped my phone out of my hand. She's not going to text you back anytime soon. I stared back at his cold brown eyes. Fine, I said, sitting back in my chair. I looked back over my right shoulder. Kristen was sitting with her friends, all of them laughing and conversing with each other. Give it a break, Carl said, shaking his head. Carl was my best friend. She's not your friend, not anymore. What's the conversation? Lucy asked as she sat down at our table in the cafeteria. Her girlfriend Sandy sat down next to her. What else? Carl shrugged as he motioned to Kristen. Give it a fucking break already, Sandy said. Whatever you guys had in high school is now gone. She has moved on and so should you. I looked back. Kristen and I weren't the best of friends even in high school. We were good friends at best. Then we came here. It wasn't planned or did we know we would end up at the same college. When we saw each other the first day, we hit it off. We talked every day and all night for the first two years. We never were in a serious relationship. It was excellent and comfortable. Now we barely spoke, not because of me. I tried everything to keep the friendship going, but it seemed like I was the only one. Tell you what, Lucy sat up in her chair. I will pay you $50 for every comment or like she has given any of your drawing on Instagram. You're serious. I looked over at her. Lucy came from a wealthy family. They had paid her full tuition and for the house. Not condo, not an apartment, a whole three-bedroom place for her to stay in while she was away at college. Sounds good, Carl said. Well, Lucy said as she looked at me. Fine, I shrugged. I hit my Instagram app and began going through my drawings. I loved to draw and had taken it as one of my main courses. I planned to be an architect or something along those lines. I enjoyed drawing buildings and parks as well as cities. I flipped through my drawings, looking for Kristen's name. A hundred if it is a like and a comment, Lucy added as she threw fuel to the fire. This year, Carl blurted out. Yes, Sandy added. I scrolled faster. I saw likes and comments from teachers past and present. Even comments from people I didn't know. But I was nearing the beginning of the year and nothing from Kristen. Aha! I said out loud as I found a like and a comment. I flipped the phone around and showed Lucy. One of your drawings. Not a sketch of her. Lucy shook her head. Of course she would comment on a picture of herself. Seriously. Carl said, shaking his head. Okay, I give in. I said, dropping my phone to the table. I just checked hers. You have commented on every single picture she has on there. Carl laughed. Seriously. Every single picture. I shrugged. I had nothing to add. What's the big deal anyway? Sandy asked. 
It's not like the two of you dated or fucked or anything. You were just friends. You wouldn't understand, I said, shaking my head. Anyway, I said, lifting my head to look at them. What are you guys doing for the summer? Cancun, duh, Lucy said, shaking her blonde hair. Heading home to see the parents, Carl said. They got me a private coach to work on my speed. Carl was a wide receiver for the football team. He had only played two games with the team so far, but the coach promised to give Carl more reps if he got his speed up. I knew I was going to head back home. It wasn't something I was looking forward to, but I was out of money, and mom had found me a summer job. I looked over at Lucy. There was a thought going on through that blonde head of hers. Say it, I surrendered. There are five categories of friendships, Lucy said as she took out a pen from her bag. Best friends forever like you and Carl. We aren't, I began to shake my head. Carl shook his head. Please, the two of you are inseparable at times. It is what it is, Sandy said, smiling. I nodded my defeat. Then there is the basic friend. You can call hang out. Tell each other basic shit that happens in each other's day. Ask for advice. The usual basic bullshit. Lucy shrugged. Again, I merely nodded. Then there are the frenemies, where you are friends only because you don't want to be enemies because it gets downright nasty. Like the relationship you have with Jacob, Sandy pointed out. Jacob was a friend that I couldn't stand. We barely talked, and most of the time, it was just a nod. Understandable. I nodded. Then there is the friend zone, Sandy said, interrupting. Like what you two have, she said, looking at Lucy and me. There was an uncomfortable silence between us. Moving on, I said, breaking the silence. Lucy and I were definitely in each other's friend zone. There was a time where each of us had a crush or liked the other one. First, it was her, but I told her I was seeing someone when I wasn't. Then I wanted her, and that was when she realized that she liked women and not men. Now you sir, Lucy said as she made a big circle and put my name in the middle of it. Our neck deep in the acquaintance zone, where you're just someone she knows or used to know. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less, you're just there floating around and being annoying. I sat back and looked at her. Annoying. Sandy and Lucy both looked at me and began nodding their heads. Let her go, cut her loose. Carl looked at me and nodded. It's time, bro, you know, I know. Hell, most of the campus knows it. I got another bet, Sandy said as she reached for my phone. I will give you $400 at the end of summer. If she sends a text, calls or reaches out to you first. I'm in, Lucy said, looking over at me. Me too, Carl piped up. You're just as broke as I am, I said, looking over at Carl. I know, but I also know she won't, Carl said. You in or out, Lucy said. That's a lot of money, Carl said. I looked over at my shoulder and looked at Kristen. She saw me looking at her and gave me a wave with a smile, then mouthed sorry as she looked at everyone around her. I'm in, I looked back at them. They all sighed. Delete all of her contacts and unfollow anything you have her on, Sandy said. Fine, I said, taking my phone. You guys don't know her as good as you think you do. No, Carl said. You don't know her at all. If you didn't say hi, good morning, or any of that other bullshit, she wouldn't say a damn word, and that's the truth. She's just been busy. A lot has been going on. I shrugged as I deleted Kristen's contact phone number and then began to unfollow her social apps. Take it from a woman. That means you're not that important. Sandy said. It's something we say to get you to stop messaging us. Then just say stop. Carl laughed. If you can't take the hint then why should we give it to you? Sandy smiled. There, I said, pushing my phone over to Lucy. She thumbed through everything, then nodded her approval. I bet she won't even notice you unfollowed her. Carl laughed as he stood up. Adding 200, Lucy said. 
Sheesh woman. I looked at her. In or out? She shrugged as she stood up. Fine, I shrugged. Your money, not mine. We all waved our goodbyes, and I began to head for the exit. Hey, a voice said from behind me. Hey Kristen. I smiled as I looked over at Carl as he passed. Sorry I didn't get back to your text yesterday. She said with her blue eyes beaming at me. Day before, I corrected. Yeah, it's been a busy week with cheer practice as well as summer break coming up. I just had a lot of things on my mind. We are good right? She asked. Sure, I nodded. Good, she smiled as she looked over at her friends. You still draw right? Yeah, I post pictures online every Thursday. I said, looking at her. Oh, Kristen said, a bit taken back by my blunt comeback. I will have to check them out sometime. Maybe after summer break you can show me some of them. Okay, I nodded. We are redecorating a wall in our sorority house. And I was wondering if you could draw a picture for us to put on the wall. All you would have to do is draw it. We will get someone to copy it onto the wall. Kristen said. Of what? I asked, looking at her friends. She handed me a printed picture of wild horses running in open plains. Then a picture of all of them in their cheer outfits. Can you put us on the horses? She asked, looking up at me. I guess, I shrugged. It was an easy task, but it would be time-consuming. I have a lot to do this summer. Oh, Kristen nodded. No problem. We can get it after the summer break. I nodded then walked away. Thanks, Chris, Kristen said. Christian, I said under my breath. When I walked out into the hall, Lucy was standing against the wall with her arms crossed. Asking about the finished project doesn't count, she said. I wasn't going to count it, I said, looking back at her. Have a good summer, she said as she walked away. You too, I smiled. Four weeks had passed. The summer job my mom had found me was working at the local grocery store. It was tedious, but it was paying well. I had received many pictures from Sandy and Lucy. They had picked up a few women friends on the beaches of Cancun. Two of the photos they had sent was with three other women in bikini tops. Carl was doing good with his trainer. He even had time to meet someone at the local gym. From the pictures he had sent, it seemed like they were doing more than just working out. Even Jacob sent me a picture of him parasailing and another picture of him taking shots from some women's cleavage. They were all having fun, and here I was in a grocery store stocking shelves. I sat down in the break room to eat my lunch when an unfamiliar ringtone began to play. It had been a while since I heard my default ringtone. Looking down at the phone, my heart raced, thinking it was Kristen. Hello, is this Christian? A voice asked. Yes, I replied, a bit disheartened. Good, this is Betty one of Kristen's friends, the voice said. Yes, I replied, a bit annoyed. I just wanted to say we found someone to do the drawing for us, Betty said. I just wanted to be polite and tell you so you wouldn't waste your summer. Thank you. She hung up before I could say anything else. I nearly threw my phone against the wall. I had almost finished the drawing. I pulled out my sketchbook and looked at the picture. There was Kristen up front of the others, on the largest of all the horses. I tore the page out and tightened it into a ball, then threw it at the trash. I buried my hand in the palms of my hands. Missed by the way, a voice said. I looked up to see a woman sitting on the other side of the break room. I looked over at the trash bin. My paper was sitting on the floor. Of course, I shrugged with a smile. Bad day, the woman asked. Bad year, I replied as I got up. I picked the wad of paper up. May I see? She asked. Sure, I shrugged. Might as well show it to someone. I handed the paper over to her. April, she said as we shook hands. I had noticed her behind the customer service desk a few times. Christian, I replied. I know, she pointed at my name tag. I looked for her name tag, but she wasn't wearing one. 
I took it off as I came back here. She smiled. You have talent. She smiled. I have more. I smiled as I brought my book over. We sat together as she scrolled through my book. She made a few comments as well as a few critiques on nearly every drawing. Then she showed me her phone. She liked taking pictures of wildlife. She liked every picture. I told Carl over the phone later that day. You're doing it again. Carl said with that voice I knew so well. It's not like that. I said, shaking my head as I lay on my bed. What's her name? Carl asked. April. I answered. Favorite color? Carl asked. Orange. It reminds her of. I stopped. See, Carl said. You're doing it again. Falling for someone you just met. You can't keep doing that. It is summer. You're on a break. Find someone that you don't want to know, don't need to know, do your thing and then bounce. I can't do that, I said, sitting up. I had never seen Carl form a long-lasting relationship with any of the women I had seen him with. He always said it wasn't worth it at our age. Yes, you can, instead of thinking what if. Just think of the moment, he said. Hit it and quit it basically, I replied. Exactly, he said. I knew he was smiling. I got to go but take my advice. This April thing just let it go. Sure, I replied. For the next three days, it was easy not to see April. We were on different schedules. That was until one of the other stock clerks called in. I walked into the store to see April standing behind the customer service desk. She was dealing with a customer, so she didn't see me. I hurriedly walked through the store and into the back room. I began putting some of the stock onto a float to take out on the sales floor. You're Jackie's kid, aren't you? A voice said. I turned around to see a big man walking toward me. Yeah, I nodded. Thomas, he said, shaking my hand. Store manager. Gregory told me he hired a new stock clerk for the summer. Yeah, I nodded. Just until summer is over. Then I am heading back to college, I said as I loaded more items on the float. How is that going? He asked. You know, one day at a time. I shrugged. Sometimes I wonder why I even bother going. Keep doing it, he said as he pointed the finger at me. I went for a little while then dropped out. Now look at me. You're the manager of the store. I laughed. That's pretty good. Is it? He asked as he leaned back on a pallet of water. I am topped out salary-wise. I never made it past my first year of college, and now I will have to wait until someone retires or dies to even think of applying for a district position. This, he said as he looked around at the back room in the building, is the ceiling for me. Most likely I will retire in this store or another one just like it. I looked around at the dirty walls, spiderweb-infested ceilings and the many pallets of stock. Think about it, Thomas said as he patted me on the shoulder. My mind kept thinking about what the manager said as I worked the floor. I never thought of things like that. I always thought college was something I could fly through. Hey there, a voice said, breaking my thoughts. April stood there in front of me. Hi, I replied as I put up a case of canned corn. Are you avoiding me? She asked. I looked up at her and shook my head. Different schedules. I shrugged. Ah, she said as she put a hand on my float. Any more drawings? Yeah, a few. I said as I walked down the aisle to pick up a few things I had put on the floor. What's wrong? She asked, looking at me. Don't say nothing. I looked back at her. April was older than me, maybe in her thirties. She had brown hair and the bluest eyes I had ever seen. She wasn't magnificently beautiful, but the combination of her hair and eyes made her stand out. I took a deep sigh, and for some strange reason, a flood of things came out of my mouth as I stopped. Everything from Carl being an ass about my past relationships to Lucy being with women and not me. Then everything with Kristen. April followed me across the store as I just laid everything out. When I finally stopped, April looked at me with a grin. 
Carl is being Carl he sounds like the best friend all of us should have. He is telling you things you need to hear. You are young, you have a lot going for you and if you keep falling for the first woman that gives you any attention you will get hurt. Or worse fall in love get her pregnant and have to settle for something less than you want. Lucy is young as well. She is experimenting and you know what that is good for her and frankly it's none of your business. If the two of you were meant to be it would have happened already. April shrugged. As for Kristen, your friends are right. Cut that bitch loose. I have friends that I haven't talked to in years, but I can pick this phone up and talk to them for hours. And they can do the same. All relationships work if both people want to stay in contact, not just one. And the whole being too busy thing is a bullshit excuse for someone that either can't prioritize or doesn't want to put in the effort. Trust me. I laughed. Thank you and sorry for laying things on you like that. I shrugged. Guess it was plaguing my mind. No problem. April smiled. What are you doing after you get off? Nothing. I shrugged. Meet me back here around 6. She asked. I want to show you something. Bring your sketch pad. Okay. I smiled. The rest of the day went much smoother. It felt like a load had been lifted off my shoulders. April was right about many things. I had thought Lucy being with Sandy had to do with me. Carl had once told me that he had gone through a bad breakup, which might have influenced his serious relationships. When I clocked out, I saw Thomas sitting in his office with one of the other managers. I patiently waited for their conversation to be over. I quietly knocked on the door. Christian, come in, Thomas waved. I walked into his office and closed the door. I want to ask you something, I asked. Go for it, he said as he leaned his large body back in the chair. Why did you drop out of college? I asked. He leaned forward and grabbed a photo of himself with three kids in the picture and a woman I guessed was his wife. Best years of my life, he said, looking at the picture. He put it back in its place then folded his arms across his stomach. Now, will I say it's for everyone, he said, making a face like he was thinking. Then he shook his head. There are some regrets, as well as some what-ifs, and some maybes. If you're going to drop out make sure it is the right thing to do and have a plan. I nodded my head. Thank you, I smiled. Christian, he said as I opened the door. Use your head on top of your shoulders, not the one below your belt. You get me? Yes sir. I smiled as I closed the door behind me. As I began walking to the front door, April called me over. Bring walking shoes and comfortable clothes. She smiled as she went back to dealing with a customer. I looked at her strange but decided we might be walking through town. There was a lot of historic buildings downtown. Maybe we were going to take pictures and draw some of them. I stood outside the store waiting for April for over half an hour before seeing a red pickup truck pull up. Sorry, April said as she rolled down the window. I got out later than I wanted. I got into the truck and she pulled off. We talked a lot on the way out of town and up to the hills. April never went to college. Instead, she went straight to work after high school. First, she worked at a diner. After that she started at the store. She never got married or had any kids. She didn't tell me her age, but my guess with calculating the time she spent in the diner and the years she had been working at the store made me think she was in her late 30s or early 40s. Here we are, she said as she pulled the truck to a stop. We were in the middle of a clearing. I knew we were way up in the mountains. The rest of the way is a hike, she said as she got out of the truck. I didn't plan for a hike, I said, looking down at my jean shorts and sneakers. You'll be fine, April said, looking at me. Here, she said as she threw me a pair of hiking boots. I asked your mother what size you wore. My mom? I asked. Yeah, who do you think told her about the job opening? April winked. I am guessing there is a story behind that, I said as I put the boots on. 
April laughed as she placed a large backpack on her back. I put my sketchbook in it, and we began to walk towards the trail. The hike was rough. In some spots, I had to climb on all fours to get up. April seemed to be a good hiker, quickly climbing and jumping over some of the complex parts. April told me how she met my mother in the gym. My mother told April about all the money problems I was having, which led to me getting the job at the store. We stopped for a moment on a slight slope. April handed me some water. The area was beautiful, with rock formations, large rocks the size of small houses. It started making me thinking how things got to where they were. One of the large rocks looks like it had fallen from somewhere. Amazing, huh? April asked as she saw me looking around. Yeah, I said with my mouth wide open. Where did it come from? Who knows, April smiled. But it's been there for a long while. Go look. I dropped down to the floor and walked over to it, crossing a small stream. It was enormous. Is that? I said, looking at what looked like carvings. Yup, April nodded. Wow, I shook my head. April stood beside me with my sketch pad. I sat on the dirt and rocks and sketched the large rock with all the carvings on it. To think some of my friends were parasailing, on a beach or doing shots in a bar or having sex with scantily clad men or women. But here I was in my hometown looking at a rock with carvings made by who knows what tribe of Indians or trailblazers. There's more, April said as she began climbing again. We got to a steep chasm. Follow me, where I put my feet, that is where you put yours. April had a serious look on her face. Are you sure this is safe? I said, looking at the ground far below. If you follow me, yes, it is, she smiled. Your mother made it to the end on her first try. You're lying, I said, looking down. April took out her phone. There was a picture of my mother on this same wall with two thumbs up. Mom, I said, shaking my head. I followed every step April made, making sure my feet were firmly planted before I made another move. April watched me every step of the way. Once we were across, the view was breathtaking. I never knew this was here, I said, looking down at a blue lake. Only a few people do, April said, looking at me, worthy of sketching. Absolutely, I said as we walked down towards the blue lake. We heard a few people heading our way as we walked through the stones, rocks, and waist-high bushes. Peter, April smiled as she greeted a man with two kids. They were soaking wet. April, the man smiled as they hugged. The water is cold, he said as he looked at us. I bet, April laughed. Hey girls, enjoy the swim. The two girls nodded. See you later, the man waved as they walked away. There is another way in here, right? I asked, looking around but couldn't see another way around the massive rock formations that circled the lake. Nope, April laughed. The girls are 9 and 13, they have been coming here for 2 years now. She smiled. Makes me feel like an idiot, I said as I thought about myself complaining about the steep steps and loose footing. Yup, April laughed. We walked closer to the water. The surface of the water was clear. Everything seemed to be bright and quiet. If my friends could see me, they would be jealous. Screw the beach, the bikinis, and the drinking. Being here blew them all away in my book. I sat on a large rock and began to sketch as much as I could. The hours flew by, and it began to get dark. Should we start heading back? I said, looking up at the sky. No, April said, shaking her head. Bears might be out by now. Bears? I looked at her. Yes, she nodded as she began taking things out of her giant backpack. Relax, they won't come here. She stopped for a moment. Unless they are planning to go for a swim. There are no fish in the lake. I looked around. The place took on a different look once the sun went down. I looked over at April as she had set a small tent. Come on, she said as she got inside. 
there was enough room for the two of us. You did this on purpose, I said, looking at April as she took out some snacks. April nodded. You are way too tense for someone that is on break. She smiled. You needed to get out and see that things aren't so static and stiff. We ate in silence as I listened to all the animals and insects. It seemed very peaceful. I was glad I got to experience coming up here. Thank you, I said, looking back at April. You're welcome, she smiled. I sat up at the tent entrance and began sketching the surface of the water with the moon high above. Then a flash of movement went past me, and the surface of the water broke. I saw April's head pop up from the water. Isn't that cold? I asked as I had noticed the temperature had dropped rapidly. Freezing actually, April said as she swam around in a circle. That can't be good, I said, looking at her as I got out of the tent. Your clothes are going to be soaking tomorrow. What clothes? April replied. I looked back in the tent and saw the pile of clothes. You mean, yup, April replied, as the day I was born, but with added features. I shook my head. No way. Come and find out. April smiled. In there. What about the bears? What if people start coming? I began to say. Christian, you're doing it again. Stop overthinking and do it. April said. I nodded. I began taking my clothes off, then ran for the water. Fuck it's cold, I said with the water up to my thighs. You're thinking again, April said. Fine, I said to myself. I dove into the water and swam over to April. Fuck it's cold, I said with my lips shivering. Who thought on your summer break you would be freezing your balls off? April laughed. Yeah, I laughed. April got closer to me, and we began to kiss. So, this, I started to say. Stop thinking and just enjoy okay? April nodded. Okay, I nodded. We began to kiss again. April's hands moved down my body, and she started playing with my dick. It is cold, I said, looking at her. Thinking, April said, shaking her head. She moved my hands up to her breasts. They were much more significant than any of the college girls I had been with. Come on, she smiled as she swam to shore. We lay in the tent with an oversized comforter over the both of us. Her hands began to rub my dick. See, much better, she said as her head disappeared under the comforter. Holy fuck, I said as she began to bounce her head up and down. That feels so good, I said out loud. She started going faster. Then she stopped. She came back up and smiled at me. Are you? She began to ask. I felt my face turn a bright red. It's okay, April smiled. I mean I have. I began to say before she put a finger over my mouth as she straddled me. She leaned forward as she placed my dick at the entrance of her pussy. Slowly she slid down onto it. Holy fuck, I said. In my wildest dreams thought it would feel this good. Don't think about it too much. She smiled as she leaned forward. Slowly she rocked back and forth. Her long black hair fell to the side as she slowly rode me. I couldn't believe I was losing my virginity in a tent in the middle of nowhere. April began to rock faster back and forth. Then she slowed for a moment as she sat upright and moved her hips in slow circles. You're doing very good. She smiled as she looked down at me. I am? I asked, surprised. The feeling was incredible. No wonder most of the guys I knew wanted sex all the time. Uh Uh-huh, April moaned. She grabbed my hands and placed them on her chest. I was thankful for the small night light in the corner of the tent. I could see how big they were. You like them? She asked. Yes, I nodded. April lowered herself and placed them on my face. I began sucking on one nipple then the other. April moaned louder as she began bouncing her hips harder. I am coming, I said. I was embarrassed that I was already coming when we had just started. Come for me, she smiled. I instinctively pushed my hips up as I came. She kissed me on the forehead as she slipped off me. The rest of the night, 
we slept in each other's arms. So, you got your speed up? I asked Carl. Not by a lot but the coach thinks I might impress some people when I get back. I lost weight too, Carl replied. Truth is though, I have never been this hungry in my life. That's good, I said as I packed my suitcase. Can't wait to get back. I got to show you some of the drawings I did. Yeah, I can't wait to see them. The ones you put online look great, Carl replied. Thanks, I replied. Well, I will see you soon. Most definitely, Carl said. I hung up and looked out the window. The summer had been outstanding. Not only because of what happened in the mountains, but it was at the top of the list. I went downstairs and told my mom that I would pass by the store to say goodbye to everyone before I left. When I walked into the store, I saw April with her usual smile. I still couldn't believe I had slept with her. Not only once but many times since that first night. She had taught me everything. I walked towards the office and knocked on the door. Christian, Thomas said, standing up. Hi sir, I said, walking in. I just wanted to say goodbye before I leave out in the morning. Thank you, Thomas nodded. Remember what I said? Shoulder, not belt, I nodded. Exactly. He smiled as the phone rang. He gave me a wink and picked up the phone. I walked out of the office with a smile. Got a minute, April said as she walked towards me. Sure, I replied. The company uniform didn't do April's body justice. Now that I knew how she looked with everything off, it made her look plain. I knew there was nothing simple about her. We walked to the back room. Where are we going? I asked as she pulled me up the stairs that led to the generator room. We turned into an old storage closet. You didn't think I was going to let you go without saying goodbye properly. April smiled. I was hoping that I would get one more chance. I smiled as she pulled her black, khaki pants down, then leaned over, placing her hands on an old table. I pulled my jeans down and slid into her from behind. That's it, she said, looking over her shoulder as I began fucking her. I reached forward and grabbed her lengthy hair and pulled it back. Fuck me, she yelled, pushing her body back towards me. The sound of our bodies hitting each other was drowned out by the loud generator in the next room. Fuck, I yelled, feeling her take all my dick into her. I let get of her hair and grabbed her hips and pulled them back on me. April began to push back against me with each thrust. Come on, fuck me like you mean it, she yelled. I started to pick up the pace, feeling ready to come. I stopped and pulled out. April fell to her knees and took my dick in her mouth. Her head bobbed back and forth. I held her head tightly against me as I came into her mouth. Thank you, I smiled as she stood up. That was for me as much as it was for you. April smiled. You know what I mean, I smiled. Yeah, I do, April nodded. Remember all of this was just fun. No overthinking about what it means and what to do from here. I nodded. Until I come back, I might have moved on. But if I haven't then definitely. And if you meet someone you better remember what I taught you. April smiled. April walked me out of the store into my car. I waved at her as I left. As I drove away... Part of me knew that I would never see her again. Damn, you lucky son of a bitch, Carl said as I told him everything that happened. My first time was in the back of a car behind a motel because I couldn't afford a room. Sandy shook her head. Lucky, look at these pictures. She was looking at the picture of the lake and other things I had either drawn or took a picture of along the way. Lucy just stared at me. She could tell something about me had changed. I felt it as well. I was more confident and sure of myself. Are you going back there next summer? She asked. Maybe, I shrugged. I hope so. The view is magnificent. I bet the view was great, Carl said as he looked at a picture of April. Shut up, I shook my head. The better news is we don't owe you any money, Sandy laughed. Shit, I said as she reminded me of the bet. 
Kristen hadn't texted or called or anything. I hadn't even noticed. I looked at my phone to make sure I hadn't missed anything. I guess you guys were right. Of course, we were, Carl said, folding his hands. Time to move on to bigger and better things. And when I say bigger, I mean bigger if you know what I mean, Carl said as he nudged me. Yes, Carl, Lucy said with annoyance in her voice. We can see that she has bigger boobs than most of us. I smiled as I remembered the night I got to fuck those big boobs in the back of April's pickup. A lot bigger, I laughed. Men, Lucy said as she picked up her bag. I will see you Neanderthals at lunch, she said as she walked away. You could have left that part out, Sandy said as she watched her girlfriend leave. She could have left the part about you two having a wild threesome with another woman out of her summer story. I replied. She asked me what I did, and I told her. Sandy nodded her head. You're right, but you know she gets defensive when it comes to certain things. I will apologize later. I nodded. Thank you, Sandy said as she stood up. When she walked away, Carl looked at me, and we both laughed. Later that day, I was walking across campus when I noticed Kristen. She looked over at me and smiled. I nodded and kept walking. Hi, I heard her approach me. Hi, I replied as I kept walking. How was your summer? She said as she tried to keep up with me. Good and yours, I asked as I kept my stride. Chris, she said as she stopped. Yes, I replied, stopping a few feet from her. What's going on? Kristen asked as she walked up to me. Nothing, why? I said, looking down at her. Well, you seem distant today, and yesterday I saw you going to the gym. I have never seen you go to the gym, Kristen said, shaking her head. I am thinking of trying out for the football team. Maybe I get in, maybe I won't. I shrugged. Football? Kristen said, skewing her eyes as she looked at me. You hate football. You used to call the football team at our high school knuckle-dragging footmen, she said, shaking her ginger hair. I remember that used to drive me crazy. Now it didn't do a thing. This summer someone turned me onto the game. I like it now, I smiled, thinking of April's house with all the football team jerseys. What has gotten into you? Kristen said as she took a step back. I don't know you. How does it feel? I asked. Think of the times you did the same thing to me. Kristen nodded. Okay, she smiled. I deserve that. Things have gotten bad between us as of late, and it's mostly my fault. What do you say we start over since we have both changed a lot in the past two years? Kristen smiled, then put out her hand, to starting over. I looked at her hand. No, I shook my head. You know my number. Call me when you are serious. And I mean really serious to be friends, or whatever we were. I will not pretend to start over or act like this never happened. I turned around and began walking away. No more of this one-way friendship. It's either both of us trying or nothing at all. I walked backwards as I looked at her. Kristen stood in shock as I walked away. Balls in your court Kristen. I am officially done with being the first one to make contact and keeping this going. I smiled as I walked toward my next class. I sat down in my new class and waited for the rest of the class to fill in. Hi, a voice said from behind me. I turned around to see a young woman with dark black hair and green eyes staring at me. I hadn't seen her around campus. I just transferred here. She smiled. Welcome. I hope you like it. I smiled. I love it so far. She smiled with bright white teeth. She pushed a stray hair from her face then looked around. I was hoping you could tell me if I am in the right class. She said as she handed me a paper. Yes, you are. I smiled. Christian. I said, offering my hand. April. She said as she came to sit next to me. April Summers. That was one hot story from our friend.
Make sure to subscribe and check the links down below to be notified for daily episodes that would make your day a few times spicier as we listen to our friends' erotic stories.